This is Glenn Hauser with the World of Radio, 2226. World of Radio is a listener-supported public service program about communications around the world, above all the dynamic medium of international shortwave between the AM and FM bands. On this edition, recorded January 18th, Antarctica, Brazil, Canada, China, Congo, Cuba, East Turkestan, Germany, Iceland, Indonesia, Israel, Korea, North and South, Myanmar, Netherlands, Palau, Peru, Sri Lanka, Thailand, Turkey, UK, USA, Vanuatu, Vietnam, and the Propagation Outlook. Standard Disclaimer LRA 36 Antarctica was not to be heard. Saturday, January 13th, between 18 and midnight UT or later on, 15475.98, reduced carrier USB. We fear that it has been deleted by the new president of Argentina, who is going to get rid of public radio, which includes Radio Nacional and, of course, LRA 36. But let's keep checking just in case, unless we hear something definite from them. It had been active mostly on Saturdays between 18 and O2 UT Sundays. The previous week, you know, it had been mostly relaying Radio Nacional instead of presenting its own programming. One of Brazil's few tropical band stations remaining, Radio Clube do Pará on 4885, had been off the air but was again being heard by January 6th, and the following week I checked it almost every night, and was hearing it January 12th, 13th, and 14th, as early as 0428 or as late as 0817. It seemed to be almost back to normal. However, on January 15th, JRX in Brazil, in Paraíba, not far from it, said it was a barely audible transmission when he heard it January 15th at 0203. CHU Canada was being heard by Chuck Gessner, south of Pittsburgh, PA, on 15700, January 12th from 1715 until 1850. That, of course, works out as the second harmonic of 7850. He wasn't positive the fault was in the transmitter or in his receiver, but more likely it's coming out that way from CHU. This led to quite a discussion about CHU and its harmonics. Chris Smolinski of HF Underground in Maryland says, at 1923, the same date, I have harmonics of CHU on 6660 and 9990. The fourth harmonic of that would be 13320. He's heard in the past, but not now. And he was not hearing at this time 15700. But he says, I've written to CHU in the past asking for a QSL for these harmonics. But they claim I'm imagining things and there's no way I could be receiving them. Later, Chuck Gessner says, nothing at 2002 UT on 15700. But they came back on at 2003. John Hudak, a Canadian, says, wow, it sounds like someone there is, is being pig-headed. Or they were so in denial that they couldn't possibly believe that there is something wrong with their equipment. Unbelievable. Furthermore, someone was taunting CHU by transmitting a loop message on 6660 kHz and posted at HF Underground. Stop broadcasting here. Sincerely, 66660 kHz. DOC HU Engineer. Stop broadcasting here. Sincerely, 66660 kHz. Chuck Gessner updates us January 16th. About 15,700, nothing heard since Saturday, January 14th. I assume someone at CHU has performed maintenance 
on the 7850 transmitter, reducing the second harmonic to an extremely low level. I've been in contact with a CHU representative, a Mr. Wojcic, who said, our receivers do not show second harmonics. We will analyze your observation, and our future maintenance tasks should go in the direction to check second harmonics in the 7850 transmitter and eliminate it if it exists. On January 14th, news from Tony Pavic of Pop Shop Radio. In the wake of Channel 292 Germany being off the air, as Reiner, the guy who runs the station, broke his leg, I've arranged for an alternative beginning Sunday, January 21st at 20 UT on 15770, courtesy WRMI. This is only a short-term adjustment for four weeks, in addition to the regular slot on WRMI at 0200 UT Monday on 5950. Well, more news later about Channel 292 coming back on the air. Via Jean Bernal, Real DX, this from Chris Cadillac in Michigan. The China AMID database, a project in the works since May of 2021, is now online. The most comprehensive look at Chinese language radio on the Internet with top-of-hour station IDs and time pips for 636 stations broadcasting in China, Taiwan, and Hong Kong, consisting of 1,515 station IDs, amounting to 53 hours of primarily studio-quality audio covering more than 95% of the Chinese-language AM band, a valuable educational and historical archive of radio in East Asia. You can find it at www.chriskadlec.com and look for Radio in China database. In the NASA flash sheet, Ralphus W. Perry in Illinois reports on Voice of Jinling, Nanjing, China, 6200. January 11th at 12.40, a strong S9 signal playing the very same half-hour tape heard every morning tune for the past several years during the sign-on period from about 12.30 until 13.30 with some familiar songs, but faded way down by 13.20. Ron Howard says February 10th will be the Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year or Spring Festival when we might expect to find some Chinese shortwave anomalies. And Ron says, it's especially nice to hear Chinese shortwave stations with IDs in English. I enjoy the following. CNR2, or China Business Radio, on many frequencies at the bottom of the hour says, this is CNR Business Radio. On 6035, English IDs often given at both the top and bottom of the hour after 10 UT as Yunnan Radio International. And on 6060, parallel 7225, Sichuan PBS2, often IDs in English as Sichuan Ethnic Radio. Manuel Mendez in Spain reports Radio Congo, Brazil, 6115. Back on the air after more than three months inactive, but with weaker audio than before. In French, with comments, strong carrier, but very weak audio. Heard at 1821 until off at 1832, January 16th. His last previous logs were on October 4th and 7th. Of course, at that hour in their evenings, we cannot hear that direct in North America. But they used to be also on the air in their mornings, around 0530 UT on 6115. Ron Howard and I were checking on that on January 17th and 18th, either direct or via remote in the Canary Islands, but no sign of it yet. And the next night, Manuel says they were off again from 6115 around 1800. Radio Havana, Cuba continues to be extremely unreliable. You never know whether they'll be on the air or not, and many of their formerly used frequencies are missing most or all of the time. However, on January 15th, Tony Pavic in BC said 11760 is almost perfect 
Something must be wrong at RHC. It's too good to be them. Rodney Johnson in Minnesota replies, maybe the power was off long enough for someone to repair it. Michel Frémy in Belgium of Radio du Monde says, power outages are increasing in Cuba following a lack of fuel, one of the consequences of the blockade. In addition, if they have a backup generator and fuel, the production is too low to operate all the transmitters in a transmission center. In particular, the first scheduled English broadcast of the day at 20 to 21 UT had been missing for several weeks from 15.140, but it was back when I checked January 18th at 2012, 25 to 30 over 9, and fairly good modulation. In fact, it was the strongest signal on the band, except for 15.730 and 15.825 in the U.S. Something's not wrong at RHC in this case. Also, David Crawford in Florida has been monitoring Cuba extensively on its shortwave frequencies and making assumptions about which transmitter sites are in use. All that is published in the World of Radio I.O. group. East Turkestan, I stand with Alki in not endorsing Chinese sovereignty. Zaharias Gangas in Greece reports that the IDs have changed from Xinjiang PBS, it used to be that, but now they're called Xinjiang Radio TV. And the same type of change seems to have been made to many other regional stations in China, such as Xinjiang Radio TV station instead of Holy Tibet. Ron Howard was listening to 9470, January 14th, with decent reception, from 0950 to 1110 UT, enjoying their musical selections, and recorded their clear IDs as such. That is, Xinjiang Radio Televisie. <laughs> Channel 292 in Germany was supposed to be off the air until February when Reiner recovered from his broken leg. However, it was already back on the air January 17th as Wolfgang Busche was hearing it at 1320, around 9669.99. It's quite weak and he thinks it may have been a backup exciter transmitter. Then Tony Pavick says, I did receive an email from Reiner confirming 9670 was back and heard them via some remotes in Europe. And in fact, his own show, Pop Shop Radio, did appear at 17 UT and with a good signal into Finland. As Kari Kalio says, and I was also hearing it that way. Marshall Reel in Maryland says he was able to pick up and record Isun's long-wave frequency 189 kilohertz, which is scheduled to be shut down sometime this year. It was just a few hours before the volcanic eruption there at 02 UT Sunday, January 14th. A weak noisy signal, and it's on YouTube, he says, I was using a 160-meter terminated beverage aimed at Europe. Up on Asilomar State Beach, California, Ron Howard continues to hear RRI Nabiri, Indonesia, 7289.93, around 08 UT on a variable schedule, but not their other frequency, but used to follow at 6125. And he says, on January 7th, I was actually able to get some faint audio on 3325. At 1514 UT, the voice of Indonesia, broadcasting from Palankaraya, with the usual patriotic song, For You, Our Country, and programming in Chinese. It's said you do not boost the modulation. Zaharias Jangas in Greece, on Mount Olympus, has been hearing Galait Sahal, the Israeli Defense Forces station, reactivated on medium wave 1287 but it's sometimes missing. They do have another frequency, 945, which was heard 
loud and clear at one point. 1287 had very low audio. January 15th at 17 UT listening via Cyprus. And 1287 also had some switching problems while 945 was off. Korea North has made some serious changes in its broadcast involving South Korea. There's been some press reports about this, such as from Reuters and NBC via Don Chair, headlined, North Korea halts radio broadcasts and curbs exchanges with the South. Kim Jong-un called for a decisive policy change in relations with the South in December. And Holder forwards a story from KBS World News in the South on January 13th. Headline, Radio Pyongyang targeting the South goes off the air as the North shutters agencies handling the South. North Korea's state-run Radio Pyongyang, which aired broadcasts targeting South Korean listeners, had been off the air since January 12th. Mike Cooper forwards yet another story from the Yonhap News Agency. North Korea halts radio station known for sending coded messages to spies in Seoul. And this led to lots of monitoring by those in our group about which frequencies are still there or are missing. It's not always clear and it's a very confusing situation. But Leslie Illingworth in Germany says the foreign service seems not to be affected. Still hearing German on 6170 at 1610. And then there is Voice of Revival on 7215, scheduled Tuesdays and Fridays at 14 to 1428 UT. Voice of Korean Revival via transmitter in Taiwan. RBS Revival Broadcasting System, also known as North Korean Revival Unification, or Voice of Korean Revival, heard by Tony Pavic in BC. Good quality, January 16th, Tuesday at 1420 on 7215. Ron Howard says Shokazee or Seabreeze continued not in English on Wednesday, January 17th on 5930 and interfered 7335. Hiroshi in Japan has kept up with it. It seems they are dedicating their broadcast to listing messages from families of abductees and missing persons recorded over the years. Myanmar is another country with a very fluid situation concerning shortwave, as mentioned first last week. One of their frequencies, 5915, has suddenly changed to 5919, but not always. Both King Bishop was hearing it back on 5914.979, January 14th, starting a test tone of 1 kHz at 2309, and at 2330 starting programming. Ron Hart agrees they returned to 5915 by January 15th. This could be a clue that two different transmitter sites were involved. Something similar happened 12 years ago when 5985.83 was in use for a while before going back to 5985 even. The Media Magazine, you monitor with your mind. World of Radio 2226. A non-commercial service like our website, worldofradio.com. Our thanks this week for financial support from Henry Blackwood in Dalton, Georgia. We sent a contribution via PayPal to WORADIO at yahoo.com. One may also contribute via money order or check on a U.S. bank to Glenn Hauser, P.O. Box 1684, ENID, OK, 73702. On January 12th at 0735, it had a barely audible signal and slightly off frequency 5954.96. Listings imply that's Radio Veronica in the Netherlands. And Mauna Regional confirms that is their shifted frequency, and listed as 500 watts from Westdorp. January 18th at 0813, Hope Radio from West Virginia via Palau was weekly audible on 
0.9965, but is about equal to pulse jamming from Cuba, which persists despite being unneeded since the Radio Republica quit Costa Rica site many years ago on that frequency. T8WH, or whatever it is, may not be too bothered by jamming in their Pacific Asia target, but why in the world choose a frequency ever jammed by Cuba? Sheer ignorance? Using a remote receiver in New Zealand, Bruce Churchill in California reports on January 13th, OAW6C, Radio Senda Cristiana in Peru, on 4820. Carrier on at 0857. May have a modulation issue during sign-on, as the national anthem and opening announcements in Quechua appeared weak under a strong carrier. When live programming started, switched to AM and LSB to avoid a weak carrier on the high side, and there was normal modulation and a good S4 level with Peruvian music and announcers speaking Quechua, frequent time hacks. Harold Sellers, NBC, reports Sri Lanka on 11750, SLBC's City FM, opening at 1629, January 13th, with an ID and apparently an anthem in Indo-Sinhala language. According to WRTH, this broadcast is on Mondays and Saturdays only, between 1630 and 1830. Jerry Lineman in Texas reports on 13750 Radio Thailand, December 28th at midnight UT with news in English. This appears to be a rebroadcast originally intended for a domestic audience due to advertising and general presentation, which is very good. But this broadcast is targeted at eastern North America at an azimuth of 6 degrees. The center of the beam is just east of the line, dividing the central and eastern time zones. He wonders why they don't just use Greenville. Udantani to central Texas is about 8,800 miles. Image to North America from Voice of Turkey at 23 UT on 5960 was missing again January 15th. Instead, I was hearing without competition XJRTV from East Turkestan, which cut on at 2312. Craig Tyson in Perth, Western Australia, explains that TRT kept the transmitter on 9610 on air from 2125 until they cut it around 2345. It's supposed to be on only until 2225 in an earlier English broadcast, but they left it on with Italian at 2230 and then English at 2300. So that's why you didn't hear it on 5960, someone asleep at the transmitter site. Yes, I must remember to check 9610 whenever 5960B AWOL. There's not supposed to be any Italian at 2130 either, only at 0930. That must be another stream-only time, like German at midnight and Portuguese at 01, which occasionally land on shortwave after English on 5960. Regarding the campaign to keep longwave 198 kHz on the air in the UK, some thoughts from Michael, 2E0IHW. For emergency public information needs, medium wave would be the most practical and resilient option. Few now have a long-wave radio. Many still have a medium-wave radio in the car or in the attic. Cheap medium-wave battery radios are still widely available. Everyone should be advised or required to have one ready with batteries. A few medium-wave transmitters would cover most of the UK, such as the existing Radio 5 network on 909 and 693 kHz. They could be powered by generators if the mains fail. In extremis, they could be fed via a shortwave network with the experience of licensed ham operators. Forward planning needs to be revived. Eric Fetterswalp in Washington State says, I've noticed a clashing of U.S. Coast Guard Marine weather broadcasts on 6501 USB. 
On both January 9th and 11th, I was listening to Kodiak, Alaska, starting at 0203, their marine weather forecast, NOJ. But it stretched, well, more than an hour and then passed 0330. At that point, NMN in Chesapeake is scheduled to start, and it did, interfering with Kodiak. NMN is parallel to 4426. Hard to decipher either one, both giving similar information with the automated iron mic voice. Oops. Dan Robinson says VOA investigates anti-Israel posts by employees, forwarding a story from National Review, January 12th. But VOA staffers posted anti-Israel content to Facebook. One of the posts appeared to call for the elimination of Israel in 2024. The anti-Israel social media posts of VOA staffers raise new questions about the culture within the outlet's newsroom and its handling of coverage of the war in Gaza. Much more detail in the story, of course, including naming the individuals who still appeared on VOA's internal personnel system. Since IWRS canceled World of Radio broadcasts on shortwave in Europe, we're glad to find ourselves back on shortwave, thanks to the initiative of the low-power German station called Shortwave Radio. Leslie Ellingworth found a schedule on their website including World of Radio. These times approximately frequencies 3975, Saturday at 1830 UT, Sunday at 2230, Monday at 2030, Wednesday at 2030, and Thursday at 1730, also on 6160, Saturday at 1530, and Monday at 0930 UT. Via remotes in Europe, I've confirmed hearing some of these. WMLK, Bethel, Pennsylvania, was back on the air by January 14th in time for MLK Day, unrelated, on January 15th. I heard them on 9275 at 1955 and 2115, with a sermon about glue and guitars, citing Deuteronomy, of course. Tony Pavick was hearing it revived first on the 14th. Lou, KF4RCA in Atlanta, heard Ask WWCR explain about the bad audio on the number one transmitter, 6115, 15825, and 3215. He said it was due to a bad fiber optic cable. They also had a roof leak over a transmitter, not on the air at the time, and a burnt pole supporting a transmission line they determined was caused by lightning. That was broadcast January 13th. However, by January 17th at 1635, I found 15825 horribly overmodulated and distorted once again. 30 over 9, but splattering between 15710 and 15860. It had been back to normal as of January 5th. WTWW was off the air from 5085, January 16th. George McClinock explains that due to extreme cold, about 0 degrees Fahrenheit, there was a power outage, and freezing water broke the heat exchanger, which means the number 2 transmitter cannot be on the air and may be off for 10 or 11 days, he said, from January 18th. Back on December 23rd at 0750 UT, on 730 medium wave, I was hearing classical guitar music, a surprise, as no stations supposedly have such a format. Our new member in Beaufort, Georgia, Evan Bexley, was also hearing it, ruled out several stations in his area and got a beam on it east and west from him. I was again, or still hearing, the classical guitar music January 16th at 0743. One station west of him and east of me was KQPN in West Memphis, Arkansas. Not yet ruled out, and there happens to be a Kiwi SDR in its coverage area, by golly, 
I brought it up in the daytime, and there was that classical music, definitely from KQPN, West Memphis. But why in the world are they playing nothing but that? They say on our format change is pending. It so happened that Evan was checking this out at exactly the same time and reaching the same conclusion. Another medium wave mystery has been a HET, an off-frequency signal, on 1359.71, which I heard January 14th at 0300. It so happens that the MW offset list shows just such a station as of December 2022 on 1359.714, WCGL in Jacksonville, Florida. So it looks like that's what it is. However, it so happens that another Florida station had been reported 19 years ago on that off-frequency, WHNR. Terry Kruger heard it then, but it is back on frequency, as David Crawford, also in Florida, has been monitoring further. It's neither of those stations now, he says. As of January 17th at 0105 UT, KPXQ Phoenix, Arizona, carries J. Vernon McGee, easy copy, via the remote in Arizona, and parallel to their website with some delay. Also, the signal tends to come or go at midnight 45 UT, which is the official FCC sunset time for January for that station, KPXQ, Glendale, Arizona. WTOP, Washington, D.C., is again being heard on 1500. Have they resumed? No, it's really still its sister station, WFED. But overnight, they are carrying programming from WTOP, which is actually on FM only now, 103.5, according to monitoring by several members on both sides of the Atlantic in the medium wave circle. About 1560 in New York, WFME, no longer a 50 kilowatt clear channel, XWQXR, Stephen Luce explains, the WFME situation has been extensively discussed in radio forums. A person in Illinois submitted an informal objection. He's notorious for filing numerous complaints about various stations with the FCC, which are always dismissed. Posters on other forums regard him as likely a retired radio geek or DXer with too much time on his hands. Also points out that with the overall demise of AM radio, no station is likely to spend a lot of money to upgrade its night signal on a dying medium. As long as WFME demonstrates it's diligently working on restoring some sort of normal service, the special temporary authorizations will continue. Kai Luffy refers us to radiodiscussions.com for more about this. In ABDX, Dennis Gibson, using a remote near San Francisco, reports hearing a relevant radio on 1940 kilohertz probably the second harmonic of the nearest station on 970 in that network, KNIH, Paradise, Nevada. We're very sad to learn that Peter Shickley, musical parodist behind PDQ Bach, has died at the age of 88. Via Mike Cooper, we have his obituary in the Washington Post of January 17th. Uncle Bill Tilford says, I shall dedicate part of my February Uncle Bill's melting pot to his memory on WBCQ. Sunday at 2300 on 7490. On January 15th, Manuel Mendes in Spain caught Radio Vanuatu reactivated on 7260. Heard from 0701 past 0810 UT. It had been on 9960 before and 3945. We're not sure what the total span of 7260 is now, but it is both before and after 0700, as also monitored by Ron Howard and myself. The remote Gary Pence was hearing it as late as 0928 on 7260. The clandestine for Vietnam, Radio Dap Loi Song Mui, on 9670 is still active, 
monitored the remotes by Wolfgang Buschel at 12.30 UT, January 14th. The transmitter site is Pauchung, Taiwan, and there is no longer any siren jamming to be heard from Vietnam on this transmission, also known as Vietnam Democracy Radio and also reported by Ron Howard, January 15th from 12.25 on 96.70 and no siren jamming. The Mike Terry, a story in The Independent, says the peak of the current solar cycle is most likely sometime between early 2024 and September. The propagation outlook from SWPC. And Canis 5 and 2, through February 10th, except for a possible peak to 8 and 3, January 28th to 30th. That is unsettled, but a chance for isolated activity. Solar flux dipping to 160 January 23rd and 24th, then rising to a peak of 187 by February 5th. With many thanks to all our contributors and stations, hoping you'll hear me again next week. Glenn Hauser concluding World of Radio 2226 with a standard disclaimer.